to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I am your host, Alexa, and with me is your other host, Ambrosia. Hello, everyone. How are you? How's your day? (laughs) It's Friday, so your day should be going well. Well, it's not Friday today, but it will be when you listen to this, if you listen on the audio forum and not on the live stream. We're We're streaming live to Facebook right now. So for those of you who catch this, you get to see you get to catch the content a day early. Um, so we are not alone today because we have the wonderful Heather Christian Strang with us. Hi, Heather. I mean, Christian. So, perfect. I'm so happy to be here with you, ladies. It's so fun. We get to meet up once a week in October. I'm going to miss you when it's November. <laughs> That's what always know, happens. Yeah. That's what always happens when we do these like month long segments. We like really bond with the person who's who comes on, and then we're like, we don't want it to end. But it won't. Well, it's just the beginning. Right? Yeah. You're now known as my ladies to my husband. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the thing Aww. with my ladies. Like, oh, he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. great. That's so cute. Well, tell him we say hi. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, cool. Well, so, Christian, you are on this um, – we're doing this series with you this month, October, called the Fulfill Your Destiny series. And last week we talked a lot about – just what it means to fulfill your destiny and things that get in the way of fulfilling your destiny and, you know, how that can sometimes happen. And I think, you know, the thing that popped out uh, a lot for me from last episode was like going on the scenic route like of your life and kind of just getting completely off track. Um, So what are we talking about this week in terms of fulfilling your destiny? Yeah. So I was tuning in and I'd love to hear feedback from both of you and from anyone who's watching um, the Facebook live So when I was tuning in, what came through was to have a conversation about money and fulfilling your destiny, because that seems to be like a big thing that comes up for a lot of folks, whether it's, you know, I can't fulfill my destiny because I have to make money or like, why isn't my destiny making me money? Um, So wanted to have a more transparent and higher vibrational conversation about money and destiny. And there's just so much misinformation about money in general. Um, which has been a big part of my journey. And I'm excited to support, you know, more and more people and just breaking free of the limitations that the programmed construct of money puts on us. So if you all are down, I'd love to talk about money and destiny. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah, we're down. (laughs) We love talking about money these days. So yeah, bring it on. Yeah. So I would love to start by talking about like the common misinformation about like your destiny should make you money. Actually, we have to dial it back even before then. We have to talk about the fact that we all come into this earth plane 
And we are told and programmed to believe that we have to work to earn our worth and we have to work to earn money because that's what we've been given as the construct of our worth. And so you have to work really hard to make this thing, uh, to make these things, this money, to be able to survive and thrive. And so we end up coming into a distorted construct to begin with because the truth is that all of us are prosperous, rich beings. We all come in totally worthy. Um, we don't. Money is a construct that was created by you know men to um, have a system of exchange. And while we understand that that system of exchange is really beneficial and really fun, and there's lots of great ways to work with that, um, there's a lot of negative programming specifically around doing work that you love and fulfilling your destiny. So a lot of us feel like in order to fulfill our destiny, our work has to be like what our specific destiny is. So that's like one of the things I'd love to, to break apart there because you can make money and call in money in all different directions. It doesn't have to just be from doing one type of work. And it certainly doesn't have to be just like the type of work that you believe is your destiny. So one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves is to open up the channels for abundance to flow to us from all directions. So often we're like, my money can only come from one place. And it has to, for those of us that are awake and aware, we want it to come from our doing our work that we feel like is the work of our heart and our destiny. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it tends to constrict the energy and it tends to have us take really holy, sacred work and try to like milk uh, money out of it when money can actually come to us from all directions. We can receive random checks in the mail. We can receive, you know, we can do something that's really easy for us to do that we were trained in earlier in life and we can make money that way. Like there's so many ways that money can come to us and we tend to clog up the flow when we are demanding that it come from a certain place. Mm. So I'd love to hear what that brings up for you all because I think oh. it's – yeah. Well, I was just thinking about for like a couple of things you said. One is how, you know um, – First of all, hi, Liz. Liz says, hello, beloveds. And Jerome says, hi. Hi, Jerome. He's, he was on the hey, show Jerome. once. Um, so, um, yeah, what I was just thinking about was what you said about that oftentimes we think we have to, like, struggle and work really hard for money. Otherwise, like, we don't deserve it or it shouldn't come to us. And that's been a big thing that I've been working through this year of, like, you know, why, why do we have to – work hard or why couldn't we place, you know, um, a higher value on ourselves for something that's easy for us? Because if it's easy for us, either it's a talent, it's like a gift that we have naturally and we're helping people by leveraging that gift or it's something that we've like trained in to, for it to be easy for us, you know? So that's one thought. But then I was thinking about, you know, so I actually, I've always been a person who I love having a million different jobs. Like I, I just – I love working with lots of people. I love doing a lot of different things. I always have a lot of different ideas. Um, and one of the things that I do – so everything that I do really is like, you know, with ambrosia it's or it's a like healing or it's about transformation. But the, one of the things that I do that's like random is I walk dogs in my building. And this came to me at a time when I um, I was really lost in my purpose. I really – I didn't know I had – left the music industry. I was really lost. I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew I wanted to help people. I didn't know how. I was just really isolated. And walking dogs kind of dropped on my lap because there's a lot of dogs in my building. And the dog walker here passed away. She was a friend of mine. And 
anyway, the dogs kind of landed on my lap. And so now I live in this building where there's like the cutest dogs in the entire world that make me so happy, like little puppies that literally make me so happy to be around that I would probably pay to go hang out with. I mean, like, and, and I get paid to just like walk downstairs and go play with them for like 15 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever it is. It's like the least difficult work ever. And I'm being paid for it. And sometimes I'm like, I should be paying people. But I am really starting to love like the jobs like that. Like they're the little, the like that avenue in particular. Cause I'm like, this is so easy and it feels so yes. good. And that's great. Yes, exactly. And so we all have a destiny and we tend to think of our destiny in terms of a job, but it's not. Our destiny is the energy we're meant to embody, the gifts that we're meant to bring. But those gifts can come to you if you're working at a cafe, if you're working as a bank teller, if you're doing healing work, like it can come in all different ways. So this conversation about money is super multi-layered, and I know we can't like get to everything, but I really want to set all of you that are called free to recognizing that who you work for is source, who you work for is God. It is the God within you, the God outside of you, whatever, you know, works for your construct. And that just like you shared, Alexa, like whatever comes to you that feels in flow and feels easy and is a way for cash money, which I like to call it, flip <laughs> you, like then that's perfect. And you can bring your essence, which is your divine mission and purpose and what you're here to embody into everything that you do. And so we're really breaking apart those old models around like you have to have like this one career for the rest of your life and, you know, all these different storylines that keep us constricted and actually keep us enslaved to programs and systems that don't serve us. I mean, we really can open up the flow so that money can come to us from any, any space. And then we can just creatively be giving our gifts. And be in the flow. So it doesn't mean you're sitting around just like waiting for checks in the mail to show up. <laughs> when the dogs come to you, right? And you're like, this is so easy. I'm doing this. You follow it. It means when, you know, the opportunity comes, you get the creative, creative idea, you create it, you move forward, you're continuing to be in a flow of creation. And the universe, God, whatever you want to call it responds and the money will flow. It's it's really incredible. And it's just time for us to all be set free from these limited models about like, I have to make my money come from, you know, this one place. Yeah. So what would you say to someone that is having like um, a lot of fear around moving into something that they feel more in alignment with? So fear around the money piece or just fear in general? Fear more around, uh, for example, I think of like a couple of years ago when I was at um, a nine to five job and I really didn't like it, but I had a lot of fear of leaving. I knew it wasn't my destiny. I knew it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing, but I also didn't know what was on the other side of the curtain. Yeah. So we never know what's on the other side of the leap. We never, ever know. And trying to figure it out is what really takes us out. So that's why developing a really strong connection with your intuition and your sacred self and your higher self is so important. It's why I do the healing work I do. It's why, you know, I do everything I do because when, when we are aligned with who we really are, we can feel when that job is complete or when that time with that, you know, business or doing that work is complete. And then we don't know what's on the other side, but it's important for us to tune into what is my heart calling me to. Okay. So I can feel I'm complete with this nine to five or whatever it is. I'm being called to give my gifts in this way. I don't know what's on the other side of it. And then having that connection to who you really are guides you 
is going to make it a really wise choice because also we kind of swung in the other direction, right? Then it was like, follow your heart, make the leap, you know, and then people are like, have no money and they're making the leap and they don't have the support to navigate that. And then they're failing and they're like, well, that doesn't work. Well, it's not true. You just have to have the right support. So when I left the corporate environment, I was like, I can't do it. Like I was in a soul sucking job, like traditional story, probably we've all heard of. And I had no money in savings. I had no backup. I didn't have parents to take care of me, you know, or a a husband or a man. It was just me. And I was freelancing, freelance writing. And everyone said, you know, it's the worst thing you can do. But I just knew in my soul I had to. So I did make the leap. But here's what I did that most people don't do. I had a coach that I was working with, the law of attraction coach, I was meditating and it was like, I will not let failure be an option. You just cannot let that happen. You can't let that into your mind because the minute you do, you go down a spiral. And I knew that even in my twenties, I was like, I know if I let myself go into like, I could fail, I'm fucked because then I will go in that spiral. So I had a coach, I made the leap. I never looked back. I was making, technically making like half, less than half than what I was making in my, you know, big time marketing corporate job. And yet the money stretched. And the reason the money stretched was because I was doing my work. I was in alignment with my destiny and I had a coach guiding me. I was not saying, oh, I have it all figured out. I knew I needed support. So I would tell anyone who feels, if you feel that alignment, you know, you're complete. It's time to go to the next thing. You don't know what's on the other side. Get support in place. Make sure you're doing your healing work, addressing your wounds around money, not enoughness, attachment, you know, because attachment, whatever, how we bond and attach will affect the work we do. So if you're addressing those bigger pieces, you will thrive. You will absolutely thrive. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Brittany is saying, this is exactly what I need today. Thank y'all. Tammy said, it was the biggest thing I did to leave my job, but the best. Boy, it was scary, though. I wish I had the tools I have now back then. Um, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, um, you know, something that I I feel like has been helping me this past year as I've been working through a lot of my – just knowing that, like, if something feels in alignment with me and it lights me up, knowing, like, I'm – like source wants me to be doing this. Like source, I don't know why that just, it, it would make me calm down and make me realize like I'm supported here and it doesn't mean that this is going to like go from zero to 100 overnight. It doesn't mean that I don't have to work. It doesn't mean that I don't have to, you know, I don't have to put in effort or dedication mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But like if I feel lit up in any way by this thing, whether it's the dogs or something new or something, whatever it is, like that source wants me to be doing that. And so like I have support and I will continue to get support. And um, and I feel like that is, you know, that's also what's led to me wanting to bring in coaches for me, speaking of coaching. Like yeah. coaching is such a huge, huge part. I, and I think like a lot of us, I think coaching is also opening up this like whole new world of like asking for help. Yeah. You know? Totally. There's this whole thing about asking for help. I feel like that like so many people right now don't want to do. And so they're stuck in this world of like they don't know how to grow. They don't know how to let the money in. They don't know how to value themselves. And yet um, they can't ask for help because it's something like in their programming of like pride or they don't want to look weak or whatever it is. And so this whole coach movement, right, which is 
we're experiencing right now, like even Ambie and I are coaches. You're a coach. Everyone's a coach and every coach yeah. needs a coach, right? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's really interesting how I think it's like doing more than just co- – it's it's like really helping people say like, hey, like I need support here. You know what I mean? I want to create something and I, I, mm-hmm. I need someone to hold my hand in this, which I think is really And the cool. ego, the lower self, the small self likes to tell us that, right? Like, oh, I can figure out on my own. So you have also – you know, as coaches, we have to look like look at to making sure we're not enabling folks because you have all these people kind of bouncing around grabbing this free content and that free content, but they don't have a unified support system. They're just like the ego is like, oh, well, I can do it with all this free stuff, and that that never I've never seen that work ever. You, with myself included, I'm a highly motivated individual. I'm deeply connected to source. I'm doing whatever I'm guided to do, but if I don't have that wise woman support. So I have a spiritual counselor. I have a body talk practitioner I work with and receive regular sessions from. If I don't have that support, what am I doing? Like we're all in this together. And so really having the wisdom. And I I look back at my, you know, 28 year old self who left corporate America. And like, at least I, I didn't have wisdom in a lot of areas of my life, but at least I had the wisdom to have a coach, to have someone supporting me through it. And ever since then, I always have a coach, a mentor, a counselor, a spiritual counselor specifically, I always have someone on my team who's supporting me because we can't do this all by ourselves. And when we try, it's so overwhelming because there's so much pulling at us. So in order to fulfill your destiny, it takes the wisdom to know that like, I can't do this alone and I'm not meant to. And it is about finding the right practitioners, the right coaches, the right support people that you have a deep soul resonance with. And when you do, you will thrive. They will be able to truly support you. It's just we have to that ego lower self that tells us I, I definitely had that in my earlier days, like, oh, I can figure this out on my own. And what I realized is like without that guide, it's a scattered mess. And so I just made that commitment. And ever since then, I always have like two to three people I'm working with that are supporting me because for me to support others, I've got to have that support. My mentors have their mentors, you know, and it all falls down the line where we're all supporting each other to bring through divine wisdom, to share our gifts, to live in the light. Because when you're walking those dogs, Alexa, and you're feeling lit up everywhere you guys go, you're spreading light, you know, and you're spreading love. And that's like the most sacred work any of us could be doing. So it's just, it's a whole new world that we get to live in now, this new earth frequency of, you know, really letting go of the old programming and stepping into money can come to me from anywhere. I'm following what lights me up. I'm letting my inner guide lead me. I'm having wise women mentors and supports that can support me and seeing the things I can't see. I mean, it's so powerful. What would you say to, and I feel like you just, oh, there's an echo. I feel like you just um, answered this question, but I don't get it so much anymore, but people used to ask me, well, if you're spiritual, then why don't you offer your services for free? Yeah. And this is a thing that comes, that can come up, especially early on. I know this came up for me early on in my career when I was doing the spiritual work and really made the the shift to like, I am offering healing work. That's what I'm doing. Cause I was coaching for several years before that a hundred percent of the time. Um, and so what comes through from the higher realms when I ask about this is that money is a form of exchange and it's a form of value. And we talked about, I think in the last podcast that you have to have a clean exchange or you're taking on the, um, whatever they're struggling with. 
And so money is the form of exchange that we have, you know, that's here in this matrix. And so there has to be a form of exchange. Now, certainly practitioners can, you know, do trades early on in my work as a healer, I would do trades. I found that the energy wasn't as clean because one person wouldn't fulfill their, I mean, we've all been there, right? We know that like the trade thing can get a little bit wonky. And my team said, you have cash. So let's just like keep it nice and clean and clear. So spiritual does not mean uh, you're living a monastic life on a mountaintop anymore. It used to mean that in the days when it wasn't safe to be out about your spirituality. You know, we lived like in monasteries and in certain, you know, religious or um, spiritual sectors, but that was it. We weren't just living lives like we're doing now. And now we're in an advanced time in consciousness where awakened beings are everywhere in every industry, in every land, we're everywhere. And the form of exchange is money. And so that's how we do work. And the healing work, like we talked about last week, is some of the most, and the coaching work and the supporting others in transformation is the biggest gift you could give another being. And that has the highest value. I would say like for me, I used to spend in my early days, the majority of my money was spent on travel. Now my money is spent on development. Like me becoming enlightened and becoming the highest and best version of myself is my destiny. So I am so all in for that, which means that's where my money is going because that's my highest value. The other piece to remember, my team talks about this a lot, is that you vote with your dollars. Everything you spend your money on, you're saying, I want more of that. So because the the bulk of my discretionary income goes to almost exclusively to my spiritual development, I'm saying I want more of that in the world. I want more awakening. I want more transformation. So whenever we're spending our money, we've got to think, Am I? do I really want more, you know, plastic in the world? Do I really want more clothing that's very, you know, very detrimental to the environment? Like, do I really want more stuff? What is it that I want to see more of in the world? And how can I vote? Because that's what this earth plane responds to, right? Is where is the cash going? So we have a responsibility as awakened beings to make sure that our cash is going to what we want to see more of. Does that make sense? Mm, Yeah, totally. I think about that a lot these days. I think about, um, you know, what I'm investing in and just, just what I'm putting my dollar towards. And it's actually, it's, it's interesting. Like, I don't know. I so this whole year has been a huge for me personally has been like a huge journey with my relationship with money. Like yeah. I started the year feeling really like out of control of my relationship with money like I didn't like money. I didn't I was always trying to figure out how can I barter for things. I didn't want to have to pay any money because to me like my relationship with it was strained. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it as value. I saw it as something to be like feared and something that stressed me out. And so it's been this long process um, and it's it's ongoing, but it's been this amazing like transformation this past year of realizing like money is such a cool tool. You know what I mean? It really is. Like when you start to change your relationship with money, I actually now get excited when I have to like pay for things. <laughs> like it's so, totally. so – but it, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm – I'm, fulfilling my destiny. Like I, it, it helps me realize that I'm more on my path because I'm seeing it as a tool, just like everything is, just like anything is. Anything is just a tool that you're, in, you know, changing in and out, right? And so 
Um, it's really interesting. Just I was just reflecting as we were talking about Amber. You brought up the question of like you know I remember when Amber you and I first met and we that whole thing about you um, not yeah. wanting to charge for your readings and you said like why or I said why and you said because like you said like I imagine this little old lady who like has just lost somebody and I'm like asking her to pay money. And, you know, I think of like how far both of us have come since then and how now it's – I actually see money as like – it's like a privilege. It, Like you said, Christian, it like brings more energy. It like brings more intention because when you're putting something that you have – that you see as very valuable like into something, you're actually like calling like more resources into it. And so I think that's why now like I actually get excited to pay for something. Like I actually get excited because I'm like – Ooh, like I'm really like calling energetically so much into this and I get the – that's my choice. Like what I choose to call in. Like it's like I feel like I'm really like manipulating energy. So really important, Alexa, to hone in on this piece about money and how like literally all the negative programming around it is linked to a consciousness of scarcity, which is in opposition to who we really are and is in opposition of our destiny. So when we say like, oh, I don't want to pay money or spend money or charge for my services, we're saying I'm not enough. I'm in lack. I'm in scarcity. That's what we're saying. When we say I am a prosperous being and every being is also prosperous and I live in a prosperous experience in universe and I am open to the flow of prosperity flowing to me from every direction. I value what I have to give and I value what they have to give. That's the other thing. Like, you know, we're charging for our services, but I am more than happy to pay my teachers and mentors and because the gifts are so extraordinary and so important. And I understand that that keeps it all in the creative flow. So when we're holding back and constricting, we're saying I'm not enough. When we're judging money, we're saying, I don't have enough. Money is scarce. The fact is, every single one of us, the moment we are in a physical body, we are rich. The programming tells us we're not. We're here to wake up out of that and learn how to be magnetic and magnetize to us money from all directions as we give our gifts. Whether we get a ton of money from that specific gift or not is not is not the thing. It's all about our frequency and our consciousness. And whatever we believe to be true about money will be our experience because it is simply another form of consciousness. It's just something else that manifested into physical form, just like you and I, just like all of us and like everything around us. So when I really got that, that like my because I came from a very fundamentalist Christian, you know, money is the root of all evil storyline. When I realized that my condemnation of money was condemnation of my own self. And when I realized that when I was saying money was bad, I was saying I'm bad because it's all just extension of consciousness and energy. There are certainly people that have misused money and continue to do so, but that's on them. That's their karma. That's their soul's shit. That's not what we're doing. That's not what we're here to do. So when we deal with money in a very high vibrational way, we live a life beyond our wildest dreams. And when we put value on ourselves, um, that actually, and we say like, this is the price for my services and we offer that to someone. I was just getting this vision of how like that's actually helping them fulfill their destiny. 
because it's helping them challenge their beliefs about money. It's helping them challenge what's po- not even their beliefs about money, but also like what's possible for them, like their power to create in their own life, like their power to step up into, you know, um, in and fulfill their destiny. So it's really cool to look at it in that way too of like, you know, I know a lot of people who listen to our podcast are afraid to put money on their services. Um, and when you think about it in the way of like, no, you're actually helping the person that you're offering that to because if they want that service and now they're like, oh, wow, well, that's like more than I have. Well, that's actually making them think like, okay, well, how how can I make that? And like if they can do that too, if they can put this amount of value on their services, then shouldn't I be able to? Like it's it's empowering, 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 um, even though sometimes we might think it's disempowering. It's actually empowering, you know? Because we're inviting people to step up into their wealth consciousness. Yes. So I have I have the story of, um, you know, I had some really amazing, fantastical romances throughout my life, but I was really wanting to call in my partner, like my real partner. And I knew that I needed help doing that because all the other stuff I was doing wasn't working. And so I spirit guided me to this mentor. She was like quadruple the amount of anything I'd ever paid. And I've been spending tens of thousands of dollars on my development for many years. And I was so like, am I really spirit was like, you're, you're working with her. And she was just like, so she's like one of the top, you know, people you could work with. And I was like, am I really spending this money? And spirit was like, yeah, you are. And what that did was it called me up so high because I was like, there is no way in hell that I'm spending this much money and not doing every single fucking thing she tells me to do. And I did. And I met my husband within a month. And it was, it was the investment I had to make. And it wasn't even so much about, it was about me being so all in and it took the money to get me so all in. And that's what got me to go all in. And then I could manifest a truly healthy, amazing partner. So it really is the money is just another tool to get us to keep up leveling and stepping up our game and becoming more of who we really are. And it's not negative or bad in any way, just like we're not negative or bad in any way. And in fact, to fulfill your destiny, you've got to get right with money because that's the tool that we get to use. And it can be really fun. It's really fun to magnetize random checks in the mail. I had this happen recently where I was just like, I don't even know where this money came from. It's just showing up like out of nowhere. I wasn't trying to call it in even. It just came. And it's just so much fun to realize that you're a magnetic prosperous being and when you get your head right and you do your work and you show up and you get your energy right there's no stopping it it will come to you from all directions yeah what are two or three things that you would recommend people do to be able to i get right with money like the quickest way so first is meditating every day 100% you got to do it Meditation allows you to connect into who you really are. It opens up your intuitive channels and it also allows your spirit team to work on you and help heal your whatever you got going on when you're meditating every day. So meditate every day. And then the other shortcut would be body talk and get regular body talk. I remember when I had the body talk session that changed my relationship with money, literally like I could feel it. And I checked my phone after I was booked out my my uh, practice ended up going to like wait list only. So I, I get regular body talk every single month for like 11 years. It, it totally is. If there was a shortcut, that's the shortcut. 
And if you get, you want to be with a sole resident practitioner, someone you really vibe with, and it will happen. So those would be the two, like if we were looking for the quickest way, I would, I would say that. And then you want to add to that doing your emotional work around money and really like being present to your fear, to your, to whatever is there and letting that move through your body. So it's not staying in your body, blessing money. I bless, you know, bless every financial transaction when you're paying people, when they're paying you, you just bless all of it. Get to a place where you really love money, not because you're like money hungry, but because it's just another cool part of the simulation that we're in that's called earth. Yeah. I love that. Um, uh, someone asked a question here. Hold on. Jerome said, and this might kind of overlay into Ambie's question, but uh, Jerome said, what is your tool or technique to change limiting beliefs and blocks? So I would say body talk definitely does that, but we also want you to be empowered. So I have a guide called the empowerment guide where literally you take any limiting belief, anything, and it just takes you through four steps for you to clear it out. So, and we talked about this last week, there's so many different tools and modalities out there. This is just what really works for me and the people that are soul resonant with me. But Jerome, you can ask your higher wisdom to bring to you the tool that will be the tool for you that will allow you to take your limiting beliefs and undo, you know, like untangle them because that's really what we're doing. So I use the empowerment guide um, to untangle all my, you know, all my limiting beliefs, all my stuff. And then anything that really is sticky and just like, isn't moving, I take to my body talk practitioner. And then I have sessions on it because they, because we're going into the quantum field and body talk and we can remove those subconscious beliefs. So those would be the, the ways that I would recommend you can do it. We want you to feel really empowered for a long time. I was like, Oh, should I have to have a session to heal this? And it's like, no, it's co-creative. So we have stuff that we can do on our own. And then we have sessions when there's stuff that's just sticky that we can't get to because it's karmic or it's, you know, deeper than what we can see. Awesome. Uh, EJ. Yikes. There's, There's a huge echo. I don't know why. Um, EJ said, um, I'm guessing you explain what body talk is at the beginning of this video. Um, she, Christian explained it in the first video of the series that we did, or the first podcast that we did a week ago, but Christian, do you want to explain it again? Totally. Body talk is a leading form of energy medicine where the practitioner is tuning into your higher self and asking your higher self what needs to be uh, rebalanced, released, uh, individuated, which means connected into your heart to who you really are in your body mind. Um, I've been doing this work for like 10 years. There are body talk practitioners all over the world. If you go to, I think it's bodytalksystem.com, you can find a list of practitioners. Um, and I'm also doing that work as well. So if you feel a soul resonance with me, feel free to check in. We did have a few people that emailed me from the last um, cool. podcast that we did and about half of them were a soul resonant match. So like two of the four. So um, it's really amazing if you find your soul resonant practitioner and then they can really guide you because that means their higher self can connect in with your higher self and then the transformation occurs. So it's, it's one of only a small handful of modalities. It's recommended by Dr. Bruce Lipton, which is one of, he's like the grandfather, godfather of quantum physics. So it's, it's changed my life and I highly recommend it. It's like the only modality that I like fully recommend just because of the transformation that's possible with it. Love it. Okay. And, 
how can people um, uh, contact you for that if they're interested in contacting you for Body Talk or they're interested in contacting you for um, like any – just to talk to you, any any of – or the guide that you're talking about, how can they contact you? Um, so just go to risingupforlove.org. And there's a contact us page and you can submit and I'll get the email from there. Also, you can sign up and get a free love meditation at risingupforlove.org as well. um, If you want support tools for your meditation practice. So we have that also. But yeah, if you just go to risingupforlove.org and hit contact us, you can send me a message and I'll usually respond within 24 to 48 hours. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, we um, we will put all that in the show notes like we always do um, and of the podcast version of this. Um, there are no show notes of the video version, although we could put it in. We can actually put the website in the description of this video, so we'll do that. Um, but yeah, Christian, we're, we're winding down now. Is there anything that you feel called to share that we didn't go over today? The only thing I would say is just to encourage all of you to – reclaim your prosperity and your prosperity consciousness because that puts you in the flow of your destiny and will support you and magnetizing to you what's here for you let go of all the notions about money and i mean i could go on and on and talk to you about this stuff but i'll just say like i want you to be empowered and realize you're a prosperous being you can absolutely heal any forms of scarcity that show up within your body mind and you can live totally beyond and outside of what we're shown is like the only way to be rich or the only way to like have money or, or whatever, like you are innately prosperous. So you don't have to like, you know, earn that. You just have to give your gifts, be who you are, heal the wounds around money and it will flow to you. Yay. Thank you so much, Christian, for being here. Um, Perfect. So we'll put the link in the show notes and in this video. We will see you next Friday. Um, You'll be back with us again for more on this topic. And thank you all so, so much for listening and watching. And until next time, keep on blooming. We love you so much. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.